Please stand as you're able to sing our first
please be seated. We typically have our affirmation of faith and Gloria Patri in this part, but we have elements of both of those pledges in all of our liturgy today for confirmation and membership, so I'm going to let us do it in that spot. I'm going to call the Shinnins and the Dollars forward. Shinnins and the Dollars have um, been coming to our, the Shinnins for a good while, um, the Dollars for a good while since I've been here. And I um, want to give, I always want to um, give you all the opportunity to know a little bit about them. The Dollar family, Patrick, Kate, and Neil Dollar, and a dollar to be named later. <laughs> Kate is a member of Martha Bowman Memorial United Methodist Church in Macon, Georgia. Patrick is a member of First Baptist Church in Rome, Georgia. And Patrick O'Neill Dollar will be baptized today. The Dollars moved from Georgia to the upstate in December 2013, and Kate works at St. Francis Hospital as an oncology clinical pharmacist. Patrick practices law with Brian A. Martin in downtown Greer. Neil is a toddler entrenched in the terrible twos. We're going to see how that goes today. Much loved Boykin Spaniel named Sydney, and love our Georgia Bulldogs. That's not going to go well here. As a Tennessee Volunteers fan, I'll tell you, maybe we can, uh, I don't know. That's a struggle too, though. So we're grateful to have you. Jeffrey Allison, Jessica Shinnan are joining outside of Confirmation today, and actually is part of Confirmation. They come from St. Andrew's Prez in Taylor's. Uh, Jeffrey works with supply chain in Hasten, uh, su with supply chain work with Hasten and Duncan. And um, Allison is the billing manager at Children's Medical Center, which is apparently across from Greer Hospital, which I'll learn, I'll see where that is today. Uh, and Jessica's a junior at Greer. The questions are pretty simple. They've been coming to our um, Exploring Membership classes, and anyone who would like to come to our Exploring Membership classes, we encourage you to do so. It's on the first Sunday of every month at 10 o'clock in the social hall. So I'm going to ask um, Jeffrey, Allison, and Patrick, as members of Christ Universal Church, will you be loyal to the United Methodist Church and do all in your power to strengthen its ministries? If you will, say, I will. And I'll ask all of you, as members of this congregation, will you faithfully participate in its ministries by your prayers, your presence, your gifts, your service, and a newly, since this hymnal's been printed, your witness? I will. Congratulations. Welcome to our church. Welcome. 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 This is one of those few occasions where you can clap in traditional worship. Go. Y'all can have a seat. Let's see how we do. I want y'all to turn to page 39. This is one of the great things I love about the United Methodist um, hymnal and uh, worship is that the congregation engages in nearly every commitment that you make. They not only support your commitment, but they reaffirm their commitment. Brothers and sisters in Christ, through the sacrament of baptism, we are initiated into Christ's holy church. We are incorporated into God's mighty acts of salvation and given birth through water and the Spirit. All this is God's gift offered to us without price. I present Patrick O'Neill Dollar Jr., going by Neil, for baptism. On behalf of the whole church, I ask you to, 
Do you renounce the spiritual forces of wickedness, reject the evil powers of this world, and repent of your sin? We do. We do. There you go. Do you accept the freedom and power God gives you to resist evil, injustice, and oppression in whatever forms they present themselves? Do you confess Jesus Christ as your Savior, put your whole trust in His grace, and promise to serve Him as your Lord in union with the church which Christ has opened to people of all ages, nations, and races? Will you nurture this child in Christ's holy church that by your teaching and example he may be guided to accept God's grace for himself, to profess his faith openly, and to lead a Christian life? Congregation, we now turn to you. Do you as Christ's body, the church, reaffirm your rejection of sin and your commitment to Christ? Will you nurture one another in the Christian faith and life and include this child now before you in your care? We're going to go over number nine, and one of our retired clergy, Reverend Dennis Lee, is going to lead us in the prayer. Skip number nine. If we look to the thanksgiving over the water, I invite you to join in where you see the bold type. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Eternal Father, when nothing existed but chaos, you swept across the dark waters and brought forth light. In the days of Noah, you saved those on the ark through water. After the flood, you set in the clouds a rainbow. When you saw your people as slaves in Egypt, you led them to freedom through the sea. Their children you brought through the Jordan to the land which you promised. Sing to the Lord all the earth. Tell of God's mercy each day. In the fullness of time, you sent Jesus nurtured in the water of a womb. He was baptized by John and anointed by your spirit. He called his disciples to share in the baptism of his death and resurrection and to make disciples of all nations, declare his works to the nations, his glory among all the people. Pour out your Holy Spirit to bless this gift of water and the one who receives it to wash away their sin and clothe them in righteousness throughout their lives, that dying and being raised with Christ, they may share in his final victory. All praise to you, Eternal Father, through your Son, Jesus Christ, who with you in the Holy Spirit lives and reigns forever. Come on, bud. Nice. Yeah, we're cool. Good shape. Patrick O'Neill. I baptize you in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. What do you think, buddy? See the choir? See all the people out here? They all made a promise to love you. Sometimes you'll be grumpy, sometimes you'll be happy. 
Sometimes you'll be hmm, indifferent. Sometimes you'll want mommy. <laughs> and in each of those instances, we have pledged to support you in your walk of faith. Y'all place your hands on me. Patrick O'Neill, the Holy Spirit work within you that being born through water and the Spirit, you may be a faithful disciple of Jesus Christ. Amen. Congregation, if you'll look to number 16. Members of the household of God, I commend this entire family to your love and care. Do all in your power to increase their faith, confirm their hope, and perfect them in love. We give thanks for all that God has already given you, and we welcome you in Christian love. As members together with you in the body of Christ, and in this congregation of the United Methodist Church, we renew our covenant faithfully to participate in the ministries of the church by our prayers, our presence, our gifts, and our service, that in everything God may be glorified through Jesus Christ. The God of all grace who has called us to eternal glory in Christ establish you and strengthen you by the power of the Holy Spirit that you may live in grace and peace. Welcome, buddy. Y'all turn to page 611 and we'll um, sing our new tradition. It's hymn 611 verses 1 and 3. you. I'm going to call up Cindy Simpler. Cindy is the Executive Director of Greer Community Ministries, not far from here, about a stone's throw. Um, she was, her um, organization, Greer Community Ministries, was one of the beneficiaries of our donations to the Leadership Greer 36 project, uh, which has been great. And um, the thing that I loved immediately when I saw Cindy, I saw her speak many times this year, is her amazing hope for the future. But it's not like unicorns and rainbows. And it, it's hope for the future because you're going to do something. Thanks. And uh, I, I, she spoke that way at 9 o'clock, and I'm grateful to hear you speak anytime. Well, I stick to the script because Joe said, we got a lot going on. You got five minutes. So, so good morning. How's everyone feeling this morning? The truth be told, for most of us, when we get to church on Sunday morning and sit down in the pew, we kind of go, and we exhale because we're tired. And the fact of the matter is that most of us have been running hard all week long, and that doesn't matter how old you are. So when we get to church, we're bone tired. But the good news is this is a place of refreshment. I can't think of anything that leaves you ready for the week ahead and whatever challenges you face than worshiping in your family of believers. There's also another way that we can be refreshed and energized. And it's not a spa treatment. It's not a great workout or a run or a walk. It's not an energy drink. 
and even a hot shower, but it happens through relationships. God made us for relationships. He made us to have caring relationships. And if you're a grandparent like me, you know how energizing it is to engage with and play with your grandchildren. If you're new parents, you know the joy and energy you get when that new baby finally arrives. If you're young people, you know how energized you get when you spend the day with your best friend. And if you're a young couple in love, oh, does it get any more energizing than that? Well, the, the fact is, whenever we do things for others, that's an energizing act. For example, when kids take out the trash without being told to do so, that's energizing, or clean their room. Just about any time we do something that lightens someone else's load, there's a, a refreshment that happens, a transformation that happens inside of us. Greer Community Ministries is a place where we connect people with a servant's heart, with people who need to be served. Our mission comes from Matthew 25:40, as you've done it to the least of these, my brethren. We have have four programs that are designed to serve our neighbors in need. The one you're probably most familiar with is our Meals on Wheels program. Volunteers for this program deliver nourishing meals to homebound elderly and disabled people in our community. For many of our Meals on Wheels recipients, this is their primary meal of the day. But just as important as the food is hearing a warm greeting and having the opportunity to speak with someone face to face. Isolation is as big a health issue as food insecurity. Our Meals on Wheels drivers are the bright spot in some of these folks' uh, otherwise lonely day. And guess what? We need drivers for the summer. We lose a lot of coverage as people go on vacation and schools aren't delivering for us during the summer. And so I would challenge you, teachers, if you're looking for something, to a way to give back during the summer, call us. Moms, this is a great way for you or grandmothers. I had a grandmother talk to me in the earlier service. Take a child along with you and let them help you deliver meals. And what a great way for them to experience firsthand the joy of giving back. Our senior dining pr program serves a similar purpose, but it gives seniors the opportunity for food, fellowship, and fun right in our facility. We provide the transportation, and when they get there, they fill our building with love and laughter. The program includes health and educational topics, as well as um, music, singing, and yes, even dancing. Our oldest person in the program is 99, and I promise you, whether you have a cane or a walker, you can dance when you come to senior dining. It's a place where there's joyful celebration of life every day. We have two other programs, a food pantry and a clothing closet that also serve individual and family needs. You can help with either of these programs with minimal disruption to your schedule. This afternoon, go home and open up your closet. And I'm sure you'll find clothes in there that you no longer wear uh, because you've gotten so felt that they're just too big or you just don't like to wear those things anymore. Well, if you bring them to Greer Community Ministries, we will find the person that they are just perfect 
looked for. The same thing, look in your pantry. If you have box cereal, peanut butter, a bag of grits or a box of grits, um, all of those items, canned goods, fruits and vegetables, go into the food orders that we provide to families. And that's a way that you can give back, as I said, with minimal effort. All of the services that we provide are free of charge. So that includes clothing. We're not selling anything. And we're not very far from here. We're at 738 South Line Street Extension. We're open Monday through Friday, 8 to 4. If you want to help by giving or by volunteering, just give us a call. Stop by and see us. There's nothing I love more than dragging people through the building and letting them get the inside view. And that way you can see your support truly at work. Uh, volunteer and get refreshed. Thank you.
Our scripture reading is found in Psalm 1, verses 1 through 3. In your pew Bibles, it will be pages 843 at the bottom and finishes up on page 844. Psalm 1, verses 1 through 3. Blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked, or stand in the way of sinners, or sit in the seat of mockers. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law he meditates day and night. He is like a tree planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in season and whose leaf does not wither. Whatever he does prospers. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Lord, we are so grateful for this special day with so many covenants, so many promises being made as a response to the love that you have already offered us. Bless us in this time together in the scripture passages that we read and the songs that we sing and the promises that we make and the fellowship that we create in expanding our family. Inspire us this morning, Lord, as we pray the prayer your Son taught us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever. Amen. It's now time for our tithes and other offerings. I'll tell you that we stay right on the line of where we need to be, which is so much infinitely better than last year at this exact point. And I'm so grateful for your generosity. We take that generosity very seriously and uh, want to be good stewards. We're grateful uh, that you have contributed to us. While we have our offering, you have an opportunity to pass the attendance sheet outward. If you are a visitor, if you want to give us any form of communication for us to write you, we'll be happy to do that or call you. And also, if you plan to go to the cookout next week following the 10 o'clock service, which happens in the sanctuary next week, if you'll please put cookout out from your name and a number that represents the people who are coming. The number of people that are coming. If you put that on the register. Thank you.
Please be seated. For two months, you've heard people speak on how we can clothe people how we can feed them when they come to us, how we can feed them by going to them. You've heard about um, soldiers coming back from war and how to support them. You've heard about alcohol awareness and how we can support those in recovery. There's so many amazing opportunities in this community for you to participate. I think um, finances are always tight for every single one of us at every single level of our life. Um, but I think these agencies give us a perfect opportunity with their plan that's set, with their passion that they already have, the people that they serve. Um, we were blessed, uh, our family, to go to New York over spring break, and we went into Grand Central Station. And from that one floor, you can go in about 50 different, probably 150 different directions. My long-term hope for the future for this church is that we can be that place where you come here in order to go somewhere else and serve in our community. And I'm uh, grateful for you all listening to each of our speakers, grateful to our speakers for sharing. Today's scripture passage is chosen not only for Greer Community Ministries, but also confirmation. And it's Romans chapter 5, and it starts on page 1752 in your pew Bible. And I always break it up if you uh, like to read along, if you'll keep your Bible open. Therefore, since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have gained access by faith into this grace in which we now stand. And we boast in the hope of the glory of our God. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Action-packed couple sentences there that have about six weeks worth of information that's critical to share. The first of which is justified through faith. There's essentially two ways that you can go in organized religion of are we justified, are we found right in the eyes of God by doing something and then God recognizes it and then accepts us or by believing in something. Believing something that's already done, been done and that belief is what makes us acceptable in the eyes of God. Everything that I learned in seminary about United Methodist theology, uh, theology in particular is that God's grace preceded our action. And we talk about prevenient grace. You've heard me say that a number of times. A love that goes before any words or any action. Justifying grace is an awareness of that thing that's been done for you and accepting of it that it is for you and that you're willing to accept that gift. It's not a given that you would do either of those things, that you would recognize something that someone has done for you. You know, you walk into a big great hall for a reception and somehow there's amazing sandwiches and brownies and drinks and um, all kinds of things that you already need. You didn't plan that. There just happened to be brownies here today. And sometimes you recognize that and you're grateful. Sometimes you just eat a brownie. But when we recognize the fact that God has gone before us and created spaces for us in order to succeed, just as a kindergarten teacher would, just as a baseball coach would, just as a physician would before you walk in the office, 
then there's a great response to it. And that's what we call justifying grace in our church. So this letter is to people in Rome after Jesus' ministry, trial, death, resurrection. And so this very letter could absolutely be to us. Because we are trying to be a church after those four things. He says, I want you to acknowledge and accept something that's been done for you. And sometimes that's hard. Isn't it hard to take a gift sometimes? Because you want to earn whatever it is. He's saying, I'm going to give it to you. He says, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. So any number of shows that you'll find on television that have a 12 episode or 24 episode or 36 episode arc have something that happens in two or three that causes a major conflict that will extend perhaps 24 episodes because people refuse to acknowledge it or refuse to apologize or make something comical out of it. There's no peace between the two of them. There's a conflict. And when you feel that conflict between yourself and another individual, it's hard to do just about anything else. In fact, in many cases, in church at least, when we have that conflict, we just go, I don't know if I want to go today. I don't know if I can see that person with that conflict that I'm having. We have it in our homes, and unfortunately, in that moment, we have to see that person. Maybe fortunately. Maybe it makes us deal with it. At times, it's cubicles beside one another. And you do not have peace with one another the way you're feeling about what's going on. And of course, if it happens between humans and humans, it happens between humans and God. And when humans don't feel peaceful towards God and they think, I've got to make up the difference, it's depressing. It's overwhelming. And you do something other than trying to do that, to numb it. He says, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. And I'll go back a phrase every time. Because we're justified through faith, not action. He said, we will boast in the hope of the glory of God. Now, all of us like to boast, right? We love to tell good news of something that has happened to us. Um, One of my favorite comedians uh, talks about if he ever actually finishes a book, that's all he ever says when he runs into somebody. They say, hey, Jim, hey, Bob, what's going on? I finished a book. They want to share it because they somehow, some way, got to the end of it. They finished it. A child who stayed on green all day in preschool. When you go pick them up, what do they want to tell you? I stayed on green today. I don't know about yesterday, I don't know about tomorrow, but I stayed on green today. Uh, Any number of things that we have that go in a positive way, especially if we have something to do with them, we want to tell people. But the thing about this text is it says, I want you to boast in our Lord. Why? Because we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Why? Because we're justified by faith. Verse 3 says, Not only so, but we glory in our sufferings, because we know that suffering produces perseverance, perseverance character, and character hope. I had that one phrase on my desk at the Citadel for four years. I went there not wanting to run. I didn't want to run. I hated running. I went there not wanting to be in the barracks with no AC. I didn't like that either. I didn't necessarily want to go to class a ton. But I had to do all those things because I went there and that's exactly why I went there. And so on that note card, it said, we're going to rejoice 
in our sufferings because it produces, it produces perseverance. Sticking with something regardless of how long it takes. We struggle with that sometimes, don't we? We struggle to absolutely stick with something. And you talk about the business of us buying something in order to encourage us to stick with something. That has got to be a trillion dollar business in America. Whether it be finances or uh, education or uh, physical fitness or whatever it may be. We will pay lots of money to buy a thing to sit over there while we think about persevering through whatever it is. Character. We're going to have hope. We're going to have honor and courage and integrity. Now, why do they need these things? The people who are getting this letter. Why do they need perseverance, character, and hope? Why are we talking about suffering? Jesus rose. Seems like good news. Because the people of that time are surrounded by people who think the entire thing is a joke at best. And totally against God at worst. And so the believers who are not gathering in big churches that are clearly noticeable to the community, instead gathering in little homes, potentially hoping that they don't get noticed, are meeting to talk about the faith that they believe while the community around them says, that is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Did you see what happened to him? Verse 5 says, And hope does not put us to shame, because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit, who has been given to us. So just as I'm saying, those people that are surrounding them in that community, the number one thing that they want to smash is that community's hope. And they will put, they already put Jesus to shame, they will put his followers to shame, they will put these people to shame. Isn't our situation a little different? Anybody threaten to beat you as you came in the building today? Anybody threaten your family and say, I might not come after you, but I'm coming after your family if you go to church today? Our struggle is the polar opposite. Because if those people in that time were completely willing to risk their very lives and the lives of their families in order to follow what Jesus said, there was probably about nothing that was going to stop them. We have the opposite struggle. We don't have to fight through a ton other than how comfortable the pillow feels. This pillow feels amazing. This television show that's on this morning, amazing. This weather, amazing. This lake and this boat, these things aren't threatening our lives. They're just a lot of fun. And what that does is it, make it, it makes it hard for us to truly commit because of the opposite angle. He says, human beings will not be put to shame because we will rejoice in our suffering because we boast in the hope of the glory of God because we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ because we are justified through faith. Our job is to reverse the actions of humanity on the least and help them understand that God has already preceded them with love and that we come in the name of God to love them with our whole heart and that they have the opportunity to accept the love that's been offered to them just as the compromands will today. 
In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. I invite you to turn to page 33 in your hymnal. And I'm going to call Miss Paige and Miss Leanna to the front. I'll come from the people's court. Page 33. Brothers and sisters in Christ, through the sacrament of baptism, we are initiated into Christ's holy church. We are incorporated into God's mighty acts of salvation and given new birth through water and the Spirit. All this is God's gift offered to us without price. Through confirmation and through the reaffirmation of our faith, we renew the covenant declared at our baptism, acknowledge what God is doing for us, and affirm our commitment to Christ's holy church. In the Baptist church, this would be the time individuals would first be baptized. In the United Methodist Church, we baptize infants because of what I just discussed. And around the time Baptists baptize people, we want them to be confirmed and accept the love that God has given them in justifying grace. I present Sarah Grace Smyre for confirmation. I permit, uh, present Ashley Davis Shannon for confirmation. I present Jenna Nicole Reese for baptism and confirmation. I present Lauren Bennett Major for confirmation. I present Blake Allen Hummerkhouse for confirmation. I present Addison Emily Cape for confirmation. I'm going to invite Carson Radline to stand. Carson has participated in our class as a leader the entire time, but Lee is having surgery today, or had surgery, and is in recovery, his mom, and so we're going to wait for, confirm, for uh, Carson to be confirmed until Lee can be back. But Carson, you're a good dude, and we're grateful for you. And you're going to come and place hands on each of them just as Paige and Leanna do. If y'all will come and stand before um, your spot. And Miss Page is going to ask you a couple questions. On behalf of the whole church, I ask you guys, do you renounce the spiritual forces of wickedness, reject the evil powers of this world, and repent of your sin? Do you accept the freedom and power God gives you to resist evil, injustice, and oppression in whatever forms they present themselves? You do. Do you confess Jesus Christ as your Savior, put your whole trust in His grace, and promise to serve Him as your Lord in union with the church which Christ has opened to people of all ages, nations, and races? According to the grace given to you, will you remain faithful members of Christ's holy church and serve as Christ's representatives in this world? If you do, say, I will. Where's the congregation? Congregation, we turn to you with number eight. Do you as Christ's body, the church, reaffirm both your rejection of sin and your commitment to Christ? Will you nurture one another in the Christian faith and life and include these persons now before you in your care? 
with God's help, we will proclaim the good news and live according to the example of Christ. We will surround these persons with a community of love and forgiveness that they may grow in their trust of God and be found faithful in their service to others. We will pray for them that they may be true disciples who walk in the way that leads to life. Did y'all see how we did that with the baby? And y'all, y'all are taking another step. Join me in number nine. Let us join together in professing the Christian faith as contained in the scriptures of the Old and New Testaments. Do you believe in God the Father? I believe in God the Father. Do you believe in Jesus Christ? believe in the Holy Spirit. Jenna and the Reese's, if y'all come forward. We've blessed our water um, with the infant baptism toddler baptism. And so we um, now commit Jenna with baptism. Jenna Nicole, I baptize you in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Holy Spirit work within you that being born through water and the Spirit, you may be a faithful disciple of Jesus Christ. Amen. Now is our joy to welcome our new sister in Christ, if you all respond with through baptism. Through baptism, you are incorporated by the Holy Spirit into God's new creation and made to share with Christ's royal priesthood. We are all one in Christ Jesus with joy and thanksgiving, and we welcome you as a member of the family of Christ. I'm going to invite all of our um, immediate family to come and surround our students. And if y'all will kneel in front of your stole. And if y'all will come down as well. Siblings, you get to put your hand on your sibling. Do not tickle. Oh, come on. Now place your hands on. Addison Emily, the Holy Spirit work within you that have been born through water and the Spirit. You may be a faithful disciple of Jesus Christ. Amen. Allen, the Holy Spirit work within you, that have been born through water and the Spirit, you may be a faithful disciple of Jesus Christ.
Amen. Lauren Bennett, the Holy Spirit work within you, that having been born through water and the Spirit, you may be a faithful disciple of Jesus Christ. Amen. We don't say last names in our liturgy because you're joining one family. Jenna Nicole, the Holy Spirit work within you, that having been born through water and the Spirit, you may live as a faithful disciple of Jesus Christ. Amen. Ashley Davis, the Holy Spirit work within you, that having been born through water and the Spirit, you may live as a faithful disciple of Jesus Christ. Amen. Sarah Grace, the Holy Spirit work within you, that having been born through water and the Spirit, you may live as a faithful disciple of Jesus Christ. Amen. The thing I love about this is we have our mentor, we have our children's ministry representative, and our student ministry representative, all the places that they'll go. If y'all will stand and face your parents and have your parents put on your stole. Miss Harriet sees your stole and it's not even, she'll tell you to even it up. <laughs> and girls, y'all can pull your hair out from behind it. I never had that problem. The stoles were made at confirmation. I keep doing that. I'm sorry. The stoles were made at confirmation and they, um, when you come up to the students, you can ask them about it. Each section has a certain level of significance and I have to give credit um, to my wife Katie for putting the black backing and the red um, piping on them as well to make them a lot more um, durable than they give them to you. Um, but each section has to do with their Christian walk and um, each child was just so um, faithful and helpful and amazing in that um, uh, in that weekend, we split all your churches up into different places and you're all at different tables and you're with different students and different leaders. And as the weekend went on, they would put a new section uh, on their stole, which is just um, total fun. So this is no question going to get feedback, but I'm going to step out here and if you'll just mute this, I'll yell it.
entirely appropriate. Our last hymn is Hymn of Promise, number 707. If you'll stand as you're able to join us in our closing hymn.
Thank you so much to everyone in this service that helps make it special and everyone uh, who helps us have the techie stuff that we have and post the service on the web. If anyone missed this service that's family, you can tell them that we'll be on our website this week. Sometimes the contemporary video is the one feature, but you can click on traditional and you'll see the traditional service and everything that happened today. Remember we have one service uh, this next week at 10 o'clock in the sanctuary with a cookout to follow. And now receive the benediction. Go in peace. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of our God, the power and the presence of the Holy Spirit go with you all. Amen.